now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. And I am obviously Nick Lachey. Mm. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new sign-in, guys. I'm sorry. I have to. <laughs> we need to sign off. We're what if we do? over 100 episodes no, I'm John and we have Sieber. no sign off. But that's, yeah, you're John Sieber, but that's your sign-in. You got to sign in. That's my sign-in. Should, should you do obviously John Sieber for now on? I'm obviously John Sieber. Yeah. <laughs> you are obviously John Sieber. I think uh, that's right. Our I'm, sign off. He's obviously Nick Lachey. Let's yeah. riff a few because I just put on the Instagram that if anyone suggests, we'll use their sign off. But what let's like, should we each propose like a, I feel like this is pretty classic Bradshaw boys too, that it's like, oh shit, the series is about to end. We should get our shit together. We should come up with a yeah, sign off. Completely. Like no. if you're, if you've never listened to our podcast before, this is like episode 104 or something like that. <laughs> and uh, we're trying to figure out what our sign off should be now. But um, trust me, it's a great podcast. How about what are we thinking? Anyone have any ideas? How, I've, um, I've got one because it's right, like you got to you got to go classic. You can't get too creative. It can't be about us. It has to be about the show. It has to be about what we're here right. for. So how about this? Right. Um, Hey, everybody, you know, like we're just talking, like, let's have a normal conversation, then I'll get into it. So it sounds natural. Okay, so it was a good uh, episode. It was a good episode. It was, it was, was great. great. Kevin, what you, what you said about uh, the fireman was really funny. That uh, was hilarious yeah. about that. About You're, you're uh, a really just, witty guy. Well, about like thanks. what it is to live in a firehouse with a bunch of other dudes. It's really funny. Just like how Listen, they interact. I, I and mean, then I the analogy between Samantha and the pole was why it was wild. It was, we saw yeah, it coming, I, I but know. we also. I, did, I never saw it coming. But but then she definitely saw it coming. She always does. And she always does. Uh, anyways, hey, we'll we'll listen. We had fun watching this episode, and I couldn't help but wonder if you'd join us for our next one. See you next time. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty tried and true Sex in the City material. I'm not I'm not rewriting I, remaking the wheel. Yeah, I like yeah. apps of fucking later. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's absolutely fucking later, right? (laughs) And we're the Bradshaw boys. Absolutely fucking later. later. Wow. We'll see. See you. See absolutely fucking later. Just absolutely fucking later. Yeah, absolutely fucking later. That's it, right? Corey, do you have one? I feel like that is it. Mine was an I can't help but I couldn't help but wonder. Um, But I was trying to make it rhyme. So I was going to be like, (laughs) couldn't help but wonder. Will we see you? Down under. That's when we go to Australia on tour. <laughs> um, I have another one that's like definitely more on brand for us, but off brand for any listener besides one who thinks it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just has to do with the fact that Charlotte ends up with Harry. And what if we just end each one just saying justice for Schmuel? <laughs> I like it. Jeremy, you can cut I, that I, out. I'm actually cut very into that. Is it because she ends up with a Jewish man? Just because she doesn't end up with Shmuel. Oh, and yeah. we want justice for Shmuel. We want Shmuel. We want Shmuel back. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work comedically. It doesn't work for the podcast. It's not good. I feel like the, the if, I couldn't help but wonder is like the obvious path. And I'm I'm very happy to walk down the obvious path. Um, well, I would but be also, very curious to see what some of our listeners suggest. Absolutely fucking later is good. Also, something... Uh, we could dunk in it something uh oh we like obviously we have to leave because we have to have sex have tonight. sex tonight tonight we've covered that one before though where we're like i remember we were like is that too sexual we were like it's a, it's completely sexual oh is that what so, we said last time se- i think that's and what I, we were like and is I that too sexual again, like, completely yeah. actually sexual just like, yeah. i just i love the idea of someone just listening to the first 10 minutes of our podcast just to see us out and like they're like, they're still talking about their sign off. They literally had this conversation four and weeks they, ago and they're still, they, they're still figuring that one out. Huh? They're still figuring well, listen, it out. If and that they person's started mad, the podcast with it. If that person's mad, guess what? There was just a person that tweeted at us that said we ruined their life with how yeah. good our podcast is. Yeah. So that's if your true. life, so, so guess what? 
We're doing a victory lap. We're out here ruining people's lives with our entertainment. <laughs> with how great our entertainment is. What, you know, it'd be funny if we laughed and we're like, oh, that was so nice of her. But really, we like run into her on like a street in Portland at some point. My She's husband like, divorced I had me. My, I had to give up my kids. I lost my job. I'm hooked on crack now. <laughs> Why? Cinnamon tangles. It was too good. It was too good. I tasted it. I, the second I... <laughs> The second I heard you guys not know how to end a podcast, I knew I was in for a roller coaster of a lifetime. Oh, man. There's yeah, nothing we... like listening to you guys not know what certain characters' names are. Be familiar with different off. fashion. I've never heard anyone just miss so many times. So My many favorite is when Kevin tries to summarize the episode and has no idea what the fuck actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I I heard you guys spend two minutes trying to look on your phones to hear what episode you were going to watch tonight so you knew the name of it. I knew my life was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, it, but but yeah. if you do want to tweet at us. Oh, oh, remember when we were riffing about. Remember when we were all riffing about like. About uh, Howard Schultz jizzing in people's coffees. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no joke. Our Someone who follows our Instagram, Tani, she got on, uh, I went to check our reviews on iTunes um, and someone just said, because I think we called it a, a Schultz-a-chino, Schultz which is yeah. where Howard Schultz is so mindful of his customers, he will jizz in your coffee. <laughs> Oh my god! And she just said, she said, <laughs> we said there's some some schmaltz in my. She said, I finally there's some schmaltz in my Schultzacino. This podcast is such a fun way to relive the series through a new lens. Plus, the boys are sweet, and their love of NYC is palpable, surprising, funny, and weird. And I was like, it was one of those things like we're just on here talking on the microphone, and then two weeks later, it's like. Oh, there's a recording oh, yeah. forever of us talking about <laughs> Howard Schultz jizzing in someone's coffee. What if there's I'm a friends chance with that Howard Schultz? Gr your grandkids might hear that one day and just yeah, like, how, like, what's how's how's that going to play out? Oh, I mean, I have thought about the, how many things are on record, just there forever. And even if we took the podcast down now, there's a chance, like, there's a chance that there's a record of it that you'll it, you'll never get rid of it. It's like how, always how, out there. How is someone going to be president in 30 years? Yeah, but here's like, the thing. There's no way. Here's they're the going to have access to their like Vine and TikTok and like just fans or only fans or whatever. Like how is someone <laughs> We were just I talking still... about how that professor just got fired for having uh for sharing the, his screen and having Pornhub tabs a, up like a, We had a Pornhub hyper like a, a bookmark link up. How, like, how is anyone going to be president? And, There's um, so much dirt on everyone. I think, uh, I, I, I feel like someone who has their entire public life, embarrassing public life out there, uh, is doing just fine being president. I think he cracked. I, I mean, think he, that's actually true. Not as president, but, but I, I, I feel like you put your head down and you're like, yeah, whatever. When I run for president, I'm just going to be like run against Howard Schultz. And I'll just be like, yeah, I don't know. Why were you jizzing in people's coffee? And he's like, that didn't actually happen. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's here's a, a clip from 30 years it. ago where people are talking about it. And, and I'm like, hey, listen, doing listen man, I want to stick to the issues. If you want to keep on talking about how you're coming in other people's coffee. <laughs> all right. That's though, when you think about it, that's what's going to be on Howard Schultz's OnlyFans. That's what they're going to pull up. That's going to really bring him down. Yeah. That's what people pay for. That's what that's what we pay for. Oh, All right. boy. All right. Well, let's, uh, you guys, let's get down to business. We have some, we have some sex in the city to talk about. Enough about I, Howard Schultz. Enough about Starbucks. Let's talk Enough, about, let's talk about the fucking gals. We're talking yeah, about, talk about the ladies. Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, Charlotte, Burger. Oh, Burger. Man, we, there's I, just I like a little post it hanging above us. Like, uh, what's that sword? The sword of, sword of Galaquis or something? What is that from? I don't know. It's just like a sword that hung above someone's head. And it was like, it was ominous. The whole point, I don't know. Kanye used it in a music video, but it's like a thing from a thousand years ago. But it's just yeah. a sword that hangs over 
and it's showing that like if they move like it'll fall and then like it'll their their rain will be over but that's how burger's post it note is over us we know the post note happens we don't know the context yeah we don't know what's going to happen all i know is mm-hmm. there's this post it note that i've seen and people are like when that happens you get fucking ready and i feel yeah. like that is clouding all of my burger energy right now <clears throat> There's you're gonna hate with- burger so much you're not even gonna want to eat a burger you're gonna fucking burn down shake shack you're oh, gonna dude. rage against mcdonald's i don't know people are so people have so many we tweeted a thing that we were like what are your burger thoughts people unleashed insane levels of just hatred where they were just like I've I've never been more disappointed. Someone was like the character that I'm the most attracted to and the most disappointed in. Dude, like let's people- come up with some sort of like before we even see it, let's come up with some sort of fan conspiracy theory that tries to win people over to burger. But the whole point of it is just to troll. Like like let let's like really does that make any sense? Am I making any like, sense? Like Burger, like Burger is actually like, a good guy and try to win over as many people to Team Burger as possible. Like, let, let's make that our goal in doing this. Um, like we could. Is there? Is that just too hard of a hill to climb? Should we? No, st- should, like- we should we stick with the fact that Trey isn't real? Trey, I mean, I feel like you're going along with Trey's the Trey is a real line. I feel like, I feel like people would love that. Because people will be like, that's interesting because we didn't we didn't love Trey. And I feel like it's just a real uphill battle to get people to well, I mean, have you ever have you guys ever read the case for Jafar? No. No. It's it's a it's no. someone wrote that. I, maybe it's not as impressive as I'm painting it out to be, but someone essentially wrote a paper why Jafar and Aladdin is the good guy. And it's like really well thought out. And it's like, listen, there there is a society. Agrabah is is mostly poor people that have to steal food and you have a sultan who is just playing with toys and unable to focus and Jafar is just trying to help the Agrabah as a whole by getting a sultan in that will rule and bring prosperity to the land and they paint this whole entire argument as to why Jafar is a good guy I I just kind of want to do that with Burger just because there's so much hatred about him what does Jafar? Know. What does Jafar? What's Jafar trying to do? I don't remember. It's been so so long since I've seen Aladdin. Yeah. Well, he's he he's trying to like take control of the Sultan. He's he's trying to like hypnotize the Sultan and get the Sultan to do like what oh, he I wants. Yeah. And the Sultan like keeps on like bringing in. I, I don't remember it too well, but he's like bringing in basically like um Jasmine is is denying all these suitors and she has like a live tiger in the house that's biting her suitors and it's like yeah this was a time when marriages were arranged based off of strategic partnerships and she like the sultan is allowing this princess to have a tiger that is biting these princes in the castle and jafar's just trying to get rid of that like you know it's it's i feel like i lost you guys no no i i was so fucking later (laughs) (laughs) so I, that's a sign off like not only for our podcast but just like out of conversations as well yeah yeah i sign off for people's zooms right now you say that when you leave a zoom kevin and i were talking about last night how hard it is to you can't irish exit out of a zoom you can't just like people are having zoom parties you can't just sneak out of a zoom party. I and it's really hard, hard. To, it's really hard to come up with an excuse too you're like well i gotta <sighs> um yeah because people are like where are you going what i you gotta doing? uh yeah i'm just gonna go watch the second season of Ozark for the third time, but I got to go. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think this is your best route. What? What? <laughs> Hang up and then text everyone. My internet was messed up. Yeah. Even though my totally. internet's been perfect for Wait two a minute. months. The last time we had a zoom party, you said your internet was shitty. That's what I did. I, that's exactly what I did. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but all right, we're watching tonight. We're I just watching. wanted to say I missed the whole Jafar thing because because I, I used to masturbate to Jasmine, the cartoon character, a lot. So I missed a lot of the the yeah. You were like a Roger Rabbit early adopter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Roger oh, Rabbit there. came before Aladdin, though, right? Jessica Rabbit. Did it? I don't yeah, know. Eighty nine. Oh wow! Listen, the Sword of how Damocles. Did you, how did you know that? How did you know that so fast? That was so I quick. just heard about it. I just listened to an interview with Jeffrey Katzenberg who produced it. He, 
I listened uh, to that interview too, and I didn't pick up eighty nine, but I listened to that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I, you of, should you should have made something else up and just had me scratching my head for like three weeks straight. <laughs> like, how the fuck does Kevin know everything about Roger Rabbit? I was a writer <laughs> on it. So, anyways, uh, when I was four. All right, listen, the Sword of Damocles, it's an allusion to the imminent and ever-present peril faced by those in positions of power. Oh. How much is that true with Burger? We hear all of this ominous shit of people who are like, just you fucking wait. And it's like, I mean, so far, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Just, just a little witty banter. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I love we'll it. see what happens. Um, I mean, what's this episode called? This episode, uh, this episode is the perfect present. Season the perfect. Season six, episode three, the perfect what you, present. What do you guys think, real quick, about the titles in season six? I feel maybe it's because it's been a while since we've it's been a while since we've watched episodes, but we've had to market to market. That kind of makes sense. Great expectations. This one's called the perfect present. I'm looking ahead at a couple other ones. What are they? I feel like it. Uh, okay, pick a little, take a little. I don't know about that one. That's from Music Man, right, Kevin? Is it? I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. There's another one that I really like called Lights Camera Relationship. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. And there's another one called Hop, Skip, and a Week. Yeah. It, it, Pick a little, talk a little. It's, from, uh, it's a song from Music Man. Okay. Do you think they didn't know? That. Do you think they go to music, or do you think there's someone on Bro like maybe she goes with, with the Russian to a Broadway show of the music? Oh yeah, we got to meet the Russian too, dude. I think Howard Hill is that his name comes to New York and starts selling fake shoes to all the kids to do like a <laughs> fake runway show. <laughs> and Carrie just bites hook, light, and sinker. Oh so my god! Um, oh, all right, man. let's let's watch right, let's um, watch this. The perfect present, real quick. The what is your perfect present? What is, what is the best present you ever got? Oh, man, that is a hard one. Just the, right off the top of your head. What is your perfect present? What is like the present you remember the most? Nintendo See, 64. The, yours is Nintendo. So it's so funny. Mine is Super Nintendo because I'm older than you. Super wow. Nintendo. I mean, okay, that was mine, like life changing. Mine, because I'm older than both of you, was a Nintendo, original Nintendo. Nintendo Entertainment System. Nintendo, no, but it was a Nintendo Entertainment System, The Legend of Zelda, second one. It was the Ooh. Adventure of Link cartridge. And Ooh. it was the, it, I got it for Christmas when I was a little kid. And my dad went to Toys R Us and they were sold out of all the game. And that one's like a Dark Horse version of Zelda. No one ever really played that one. Yeah, you fight and, yourself in the end. Yeah, Talk it's about insane. the Sword of Damocles. It, yeah, there you go. And it's like the most existential one. And I remember that my dad went to Toys R Us and went to the front and they were like, we're sold out of everything. And then he looked and he found one and he was like, what about that one? And the guy was like, oh, that we didn't realize we had that. And he got the last one and he got that. And then I remember my friend, we, it was, it was the year Christmas was on a Sunday. And so we woke up, had Christmas and then went to church. And I remember we were all like kind of bummed because we had to go to Sunday school on Christmas morning. And my friend had gotten the new version of the game Defender, which is like the Defender is like an arcade game where you like, it's like a spaceship fighting game. And he was like, you got the new Zelda? And he was like, my dad just got me the new Defender. <laughs> Jeez. And I was like, this is the best. It was great. They got me the best sold ever. The new defender, not the perfect present. Not the perfect present. Do you think there's any chance that there'll be? Burger seems like a bit of a gamer. Don't you feel like he's a person oh. that like he should like he invites her over and she like he plays a bunch of time, spends a bunch of time playing video games and she's like ugh, kind of weirded out by it. Burger feels Maybe. like he'd be in like a pinball league. Yeah, you know, like in a Brook, like in a Williamsburg, Brooklyn pinball league, where he like wears his leather jacket and plays pinball with a bunch of dudes every week. Or is he'd he know how to get, to, or he'd know how to get to the kill screen on Donkey Kong. Yeah, he's like one of those he's guys. He's Tim Weibel. Left, right, <laughs> left, right, left, right, up, A B A B C down, opens the whole thing up. Hey, try this IPA. Up, up. Do you like this? Do you like IPA? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Absolutely. My, I love it. Episode 77, The Perfect Present. 
After Berger flips out and flips off his ex-girlfriend's answering machine message, Carrie tries not to think about her influence on his life. Miranda finds condoms in Brady's diaper bag and gets upset with Steve. Newly converted Charlotte mourns the loss of Christmas. And an on-the-job quickie with Samantha gets Smith Jared fired from a catering job. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. <laughs> that was very sexual, Corey. I liked it. <laughs> and, and we're back on the pod. That we're was back. as if you were, uh, were maybe back. doing some phone sex with Mr. Big right there. Popping out of a friggin' hot tub. Oh, Heck dude. Yeah. I just like, I want to super cut that into like Free Willy when he just like bursts <laughs> out of the hot tub. It's like he oh. just like lives under the water waiting for a phone call and then erupts <laughs> out and has a lit cigar and a glass of wine. I, I know there's lots of times where it's like, I think that could go viral, but just cutting that into the most serious moments. Yeah. Because it's fun. It started at Free Willy and then you could just imagine that going going viral with like, oh, just like right the Titanic. Rose and Jack floating on the door and then big just <laughs> popping out of the water. Oh, fuck off, dude. If we're, if we <laughs> have jaws, to. we're going to need a bigger jaws. boat. <laughs> Amazing. We're, write, oh, yeah. write, write them down. We're doing all of them. Any yeah. serious movie with water needs an <laughs> I mean, ejaculation of big flying yeah. out of the water. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Also, that it's so funny that lighting was so contrary to. It's like I was watching the episode, just being like, "We've come so far from season one. We've come so yeah. far. Like all these characters are developing. Like there's no just extraneous, like random. It's all like, and then." And even the style and the filming is better. And then yeah. it was just like weird ass lighting and just full like comic like whap. Yeah. Hello there. It was so funny. Hey kid. <laughs> oh man, just sit. It but was... I mean, I, who am I to judge? I've never been to Napa. That's what it's like in Napa. Yeah, you don't the take a Napa. Is super weird. You don't take a Napa. You you, you take a Napa. So you do you, take you a take Napa. Napa. You don't go to Napa. You take a Napa. You don't right. hot tub in Napa. No. You don't pop out of the water in Napa. No, um, John. Let's well, uh, let's cover let's cover some bases. Let's, let's break it down. It. Let's do the rundown let's and get, get into, into it. it. Let's break down the perfect present. I'm going to preface this with saying, after we talked about the title of this great title of this episode, yeah, um, great great storylines all in all. Um, the 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 through line of uh, f- for this episode was can you get to a future if your past is present um, and every single character except for maybe Samantha deals with um, something in their past um, Charlotte or starting with Carrie's hers is like a double prong thing she's having phone sex with um, Big uh, while in a beginning of a relationship with Berger. And she's confronted with what she calls the X-File, and that is Berger's ex, Lauren, kind of is littered all over Berger's life. Um, Whether it's the decorating, the sound machine, the voicemail, uh, Lauren, Berger's ex, is very present. Charlotte's uh, thing that she's dealing with is Christmas. Um, She's finished her course in becoming a Jew, and she is dealing with the loss of Christmas. uh, Miranda is dealing with Steve uh, being being her her past and condoms in the baby bag. And then Samantha's is a, like a little bit of a throwaway. I guess she's like rehooking up with the um, with the waiter that she met. She meets him at a party, finds out his name is Jerry and um, is very, very disappointed that he uh, is an actor. I'm sure none of you all I've ever dealt with a um, being in a relationship where someone is disappointed that you're an actor. Have you, Kevin? Yeah, have you, Kevin? <clears throat> have you, Kevin? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't paying att- attention to anything you said. What was that? What was that? I totally missed it. I, I was I saying about how, um, no. I, w- I was saying about how disappointed Samantha is. Uh, with um, Smith being an actor, and I was saying, certainly you've never d- dealt with a relationship in which someone was disappointed you're an actor. I know it seemed like I wasn't paying attention, but I was just reliving the most horrific moments <laughs> of my relationship with my with my ex. Now, <laughs> cue big, I, e- cue big, erupting out of a hot tub. 
<laughs> um, Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> um, I where, mean, do you, where do you want to start? I, um, Let's start. <sighs> what, 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 one thing I, I well, you, never mind. We can start wherever, and then I'll bring that up later. I wanted to I talk think, about Ron Livingston at some point, so go ahead. I, I think Samantha's was the weakest story. Um, okay. Like, it, there wasn't really, any, like, was there anything really from her past other than that she had just hooked up with Jerry, I guess is how he's going by what I guess his name now. And the fact that he's an actor, like, I don't, I don't really, didn't really see anything with uh, her past interfering with her present in that storyline. No, yeah. I think it's, I think, I think we get into a place where it's like, it, it's more of like a Samantha meeting her, not meeting her match, but like meeting someone who is like, but she has going before. away from her advances. Yeah. I mean, she kind of did that with Richard a little bit. Like mm -hmm. that was kind of some, but like when she offered him the money and then he was like, you're crazy lady. Yeah, you are and then crazy. he walked away. Yeah. You're crazy lady. Um, yeah. that's him acting like Carlita's way. You're crazy lady. <laughs> but, um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's more that she's just kind of someone who she thinks just a boy toy is like, Hey, I know who I am mm -hmm. and I don't need your money and, or not at least in this way. And, um, so I think it's more of like a, it's more of like a meeting and a match kind of thing a maybe, little bit. Maybe they were saying like, like. Her, the past that they had with her hooking up with him at that purse party and getting him fired. Like she mm -hmm. couldn't get past that because he was yeah. still there and they were like, she was trying to like, you know, yeah. compensate him for getting him fired. But he was like, no, I'm actually a, a person who wants to be in your life. I'm not just someone you need to throw money at. I guess if and there was a thing that she, you know, I guess on one hand we don't need to force it in. Like maybe it's like, whatever, it's just a story or whatever. But I guess there is sort of, you know, in the writer's room, they must have had this conversation. And I wonder if it's like she has met her match many times. But a lot of times when she meets her match in the past, it's either like good sex or money. And mm -hmm. I guess there was a little bit of a twist that's like this guy didn't need need her. He didn't need her necessarily sexually. He right. He was with her there, but also she wasn't impressed. Like the whole money thing. I guess Samantha is maybe used to being over more overpowering with money with younger men. Do you know what I would love to watch? I would love to go back and see. Do you remember the episode where Carrie hooked up with that French guy? Um, they had like a great date and then he left and, and he, he left her Gave like a thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 I, I would love <clears throat> to go back and see how the advice or the reaction that she gave to carry yeah. about that because she essentially did the same thing except yep, hers totally. was like even more forthright because she handed it to him right and then carrie and she said, was like i did some research on it yeah what what would that have been three three hundred dollars for the night not bad what, yeah five hours that, 60 bucks an hour it's, it's good work that's pretty good work i yeah. uh my first roommate um is an is an actor and a model and like I wouldn't say Smith Jared level attractive, but he's in that same, he's in that same camp. And, yeah. uh, there's this one time that I was like, uh, he worked for a catering company and I was just like, I was like, dude, I was like, work is really, really tight right now. Is there any way you can get me work with your catering thing? And he's like, no, it's kind of the kind that's like, you kind of have to be like good looking. <laughs> And on and it wasn't even an insult. It was just I was like, oh, I get it. Uh, like it, get it was it. totally like you had to be Smith Jared level good looking. <laughs> and he was put in that put in that position where he had to be like, ah, that, there's no other way. Kevin Kevin's my friend. There's no other way to say it. Listen, you don't you don't cut it. That is so funny. Yeah, that's um, like I told you my the worst job I ever had was <clears throat> I worked at Abercrombie for uh, Christmas when I was in college. And I folded sweaters and pants. And then at one point, this is like, this fucking right dude was a shirtless model on fifth Avenue for Abercrombie. That was his first Wait, job. The guy, in New York. Talking the guy about? I'm talking about was a shirtless model in front of Abercrombie on fifth Avenue in New York for a year. Okay. 
so he, this is right before they started the shirtless model thing. And they had this one guy that I knew who was out like handing out postcards and he was, he was like out in the mall handing out postcards. They were probably about to go to the shirtless model thing. And he was like, Hey dude, I gotta go to the bathroom. Can you like take over real quick? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like outside handing out postcards and stuff. And a manager from Abercrombie came in. They were like, Hey Corey, Hey Corey, come here. I was like, yeah. And they're like, um, what, what are you doing here? And I was like, Oh, uh, Mike had to go to the bathroom and they were like, okay, uh, come back this way. And they were like, Hey, so, um, you're a folder. You're not a, you're, oh you're not a front gosh. end person. Have you seen I, the hunchback of Notre Dame? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, that's you. Hey, Hey, look, we know that you look like you were in an acid attack or something, but, uh, just go back and fold. You look terrible. Hey, Corsimoto, go back, <laughs> ring the bells. <laughs> Fold the shirts. <laughs> Go up to the bell tower. Come on. Come on, Corzimoto. If you, if you find a bunch of kids. Down. If you find a bunch <laughs> of kids rummaging around an abandoned pirate ship, feel free to just chime in with a, hey, you guys, and you know, <laughs> rescue them. But other than that, Sloth, just get away from the front door. Just you go fold a bunch of oversized cargo pants, okay? That's, That's your deal. That's, you know uh, you guys, I never had anything like that happen to me. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm ridiculously good looking. I'm, I think you might be. No, there's I did, a, um, I'm there's obviously just a, not, but you might be a Jerry. I, I, no. I was Captain Morgan once where I had to go dress up like Captain Morgan. I had to paint on the goatee cause I couldn't grow one and mm -hmm. I just go to, uh, Cubs games and, and give like Bryce's and Chad's free shots at Cubs games, which is awesome. Wait, really? You were a Captain Morgan? <laughs> Absolutely. That's amazing. I was in a Captain Morgan commercial one time. We need and to I, talk about this stuff. Bro, we got we to gotta align. We got to get Captain Morgan on the pod to be a sponsor. They got two Morgans in, in the room right now. I know, we some, get a third I know, some, I know some Morganettes too. <sighs> dude. dude, they're always hot at a bar. It's just like a really they, shitty college bar. You're talking about oh. my sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, John, your family, your family makes good choices. Okay, um, come on. All right, let's 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 go to um, Steve and Miranda. I want to allow enough time for bur for 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 us to burger down. Um, okay, cool. But so let's talk about Steve and Miranda. You you okay. ex is someone stand up for Miranda? It's hard, stand dude. It's hard. Like uh, other I, than the fact that she's operating from like a place of pain, and so she's yeah. like not not making the best decisions. I think I think. If she could watch how she's acting, she'd be very embarrassed of how she's acting. She's actually well, she should, it's her. Well, she should be. Yeah, she's acting very ir irrational. And I mean, I think that like having the obvious metaphor of Brady falling off the couch, showing yeah. just how delirious she is, was like in any other context, it'd be like, that's a little bit over the top. But it's like, no, this is necessary to show how far removed from reality Miranda's being right now. The one thing I think they've done well from a, not the one thing, but one thing I think they've done well from a writing and acting perspective in this storyline is both times, like when Steve said something, when a couple episodes ago, when she had the baby poop on her face mm -hmm. and um, he, he, he brought up something about, I forgot what it was, but he brought up something about them being together she like switched and was like, huh? Yeah. What? And then in this one, when he was late and then he said, as soon as he said the thing about Debbie's car, she immediately turned on a dime. Yeah. And was like, yeah, the yeah. late thing became a thing because you're like, they did it. They, they hit it on the head in just the right way to be like, yeah, she, it's not about, it's not about the thing. Mm -hmm. It's about question. her is it pain even, and jealousy. But is it even realistic? Not realistic. But is it even it's it's definitely appropriate. Like if you're raising a child together in a non non like family, you know, like what they're doing, like is difficult and things are on the table to just be like, listen, you can't go on that trip because like I need you to watch Brady. But like. Is there a world where it's ever appropriate to be like you're thinking of like Bray, our child's going to die while you're having sex with this girl like. No, no, that, she didn't say while well, well, you're having sex. She well, said, you know, while well, your penis is in her vagina and you're having an orgasm. <laughs> I love the specificity. If you get, like if you, like, if you're in it, if you're, here's, here's a pro tip from the Bradshaw boys. If you're ever in an argument and you go medical, if you need, feel the need to go medical yeah. terminology, 
You've lost the argument. You've lost the point. argument. You've, you, you, you need to stop. <laughs> That's what... How funny would it be if like, if that happened in the next episode, something like that happens and he's like, whoa, 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 you went medical. I'm out. You were, I'm I know. Out. I was going to say, we need to start that in a way where it's like, if you feel the need, if you're trying to drill down the argument so hard, it's like, dude, you're going medical. Come on. You're getting two in the weeds with this one. Yeah. You're going medical. Time it doesn't, yeah. you think you're doubling down and it's making better sense. It's not, it's making I hope, worse sense. I hope you're you guys medical. are, I hope everybody is ready when the Bradshaw boys have our comedy special. And one of our, and we just have a tagline. We just say, we've gone medical. No, it's a Jeff Foxworthy thing. You, you know, you've lost the argument. If you go medical and you start referring to sex as penis inside a vagina and having an orgasm, you know, you lost that argument. (laughs) You've gone medical. And engaging the whole crowd. You know, you've lost the argument when you've gone, you've gone medical. medical. Where's daddy going to sit? <laughs> Shout out to Casey James Salanga. Yeah. The other um, day, the other day I got, I was getting jealous of my girl. Cause she with the new, with my old girl. Cause she had another man's penis inside of a Johnny. He had an orgasm and you know, I was jealous. Why? Because you, you went medical. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Meg Daly, who is actually in the actually medical, medical industry. She's Meg Daly, she, she went super medical. She went so medical, she became a doctor. That's she and her husband went. both went medical. She would be the oh, yeah. first to tell if they're in an argument and you start referring to, <laughs> co- to Cox's penises and, you know. And vaginas and orgasm. You've just gone medical. You've lost. You've gone yeah. medical. Yeah, um, I think no, I, 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 I don't think, think right. there is a case for I don't think there is a case for being team Miranda. And that's it's sad because that's because she's she's wounded right now and she's not truly acting herself. She's in an emotional state where her emotional intelligence is down to nil and she's not acting like her normal critical thinking self. Mm, yeah. What um, do you do? Question real quick. I don't want to get too far off the track because we got to go. We got to get down to Burger Town. What do you do when a friend or a loved one is in that place and you know you're just like, Dude, they're not themselves? You, you take your ship, you pull it right up next to them and you just buoy yourself to them and you just, you just live in there with them for a little bit. Hmm. I mean, she's hurting right now. I, and, and if she's acting in a way, if she's acting the way in which she's acting, I don't think it's a val. I don't think you'll have much success trying to show her a mirror and seeing how she's acting. Mm-hmm. I think you just got to live in the trenches with her for a little bit and, mm-hmm. and tr- slowly try to help them out. That's you. Mm. You know, when Michelle Obama said, when, when they go low, we go high. Yeah. Of well, course. You, you have to buoy, you have to boot, pull up your boat and buoy next to that person and be next to him. And we've always said, just like Michelle Obama, when they go medical, you go nautical. <laughs> and that's that's what you got to do. Get your, get your nautical flags out. Get your lighthouse uh, allegories, and you just you know you just you fucking live that, there with you, them. You turn the lighthouse on. Yeah, and they know where to dock. They know to dock next to your friendship. You have yeah. to, like, yeah. I, I just don't think that like there is definitely a time and place to help your friends understand that they're acting irrationally. I just don't think like she, she's even warned Carrie. Carrie's tried to start down that path and she's like, I don't want to hear it. I don't need mm. it right now. And mm. Carrie is backed away. I think you need to give it a little bit more time. Yeah. You need to let the sizzle die off and then you can swoop in there with some logic. Yeah. I, 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 the positive part of it is it's gone. So, um, it's they're They're just doing things with characters that we've waited so long like they're raising the stakes because they know it's the last season and we're just so used to Miranda being pretty solid so it is it is nice it's not nice to see it's difficult but it's like the payoff is there because it's like man this is you know this hurts because she is not like this if it's not like oh her doing this again it's like oh man this is this is the love of her life you know yeah but I think, what do you do if you're in Miranda's shoes? I guess the answer is she should have just at, talked to him at the dinner the first time and just been like, hey, here's the deal. 
if she should have said like, Hey, yeah, that's true. She should have just been like, Hey, this I'm happy for you. I was going to tell you this. I don't mean to put you in a weird position. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's tough. Cause then at that point it's like, you don't want to just, you don't want to put him in an even weirder position, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is why we have drama and this is why TV exists because if she would have done what she should have done, then the, the reality in which is going to take place that we all know would have taken place earlier and we wouldn't have had condoms and condoms in the baby bag. But I mean, realistically, I think she should have told him how she feels as soon as as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that because it would be different if there was a lot more time had elapsed or if they didn't have a child together. I do think there's definitely times where you don't just be like, fuck it. I'm going to say it. Like, yeah, I there's like yeah. a, one of the storylines of love. Actually, like there are people that are like, it's so romantic. I'm like, it's fucking disgusting. Um, it's the one where the guy holds up the signs. It's like his friend's yeah. girlfriend. I hate that yeah. storyline and people that like it. I don't trust. So <laughs> you heard it um, here first. You heard it here first. No, I got in a huge I got into a huge fight with a friend about that storyline. Cause I was like, he shouldn't have done it. That's his friend's girl. And he like defended a bunch and we went back and forth. And finally he just like, was like, fuck you. And then he like went out and started crying and he's like not an emotional person. And then someone's like, I realized like he's in love with one of his friends. Uh. things. It was personal, but, but I do think there's are times where it's like, that's not appropriate. It wouldn't be appropriate if like, if Corey was in love with Katie to be like, Katie, I have to tell you. Even, totally. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've told Corey that I was like, don't bring it up No, But and I um, don't want to bring it up and I won't bring it up on mic. But as soon as we turn these mics off, <laughs> no, um, but I, that's true. I, there was, I, yeah, I know places where that has happened with other people and it didn't turn out good. Like you're saying, it was just like, there's a time to shut that down, you know? But in Miranda's case, there's a way to do it that it's like, we got a kid. You gotta, you gotta give it a shot because it's not just. I think yeah. all of I think she'd be perfectly within her rights to do that to give it yeah. to give it a go. Yeah, but um, when you when we watched um, uh, Charlotte go into that um, pool yes. to be reborn a Jew, did you mm. guys think of unorthodox? Did have you guys seen? That? I did think of that. Have you seen I that did. show yet? Well, you know what's funny is I did think of that. Great show, Kevin by the way, if you haven't seen it yet. Check it yeah, out. It's Netflix, on Netflix. Netflix Kevin, miniseries. Kevin and I were just talking about that today, and I did think about that. And it's funny because, you know, you see something and you're like, where did I see that? I completely, totally forgot that, like, that's when, yeah, they do, they go there and unorthodox a few times. Yeah. It also yeah. made me really miss the Russian and Turkish bathhouse. Did you guys, oh, did dude. you guys do the Russian and Turkish bathhouse? So yes. many times. Right. So many times. Why have, we not done, why have we not done a Bradshaw Boys bathhouse? Why have um, we not done a, an episode? We get waterproof mics and just do it full oh, on. Oh man! You know what? Hey, we do the, sidebar. Do one the of Schwitzcast. One of the guys at the bathhouse. It's this. It's this Jewish man. He refers to himself as Messiah. Says he makes his own olive oil spread. He's like uh, famous on Reddit. He like has all these Reddit posts and people really people love him. Anyway, Messiah says. Man. I um, love the Russian Turkish bathhouse. As far as the way the economy is going to reopen, the Russian Turkish bathhouse is on number 114 yeah. on the list of yeah. industries that can reopen. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a uh, phase 6,000 of the yeah. reopening. Yeah. Phase yeah. 9,000. Totally. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I first of all loved it. Thought it was great. Love a good, love a good naked baptism. Um, now, now Harry, Harry seems to be cool with christmas do you like do you think she and she's like pretty animate against it now do you think like harry should push a little bit more and be like charlotte it's i know the i know the rabbi said this the minch said this but we can still have christmas like or do you think think he he needs to allow her to fully latch onto this and then explore that later like i was surprised that she that he was game for that and then she was like no i need to give this up i think charlotte's a rule follower and Mm -hmm. so she needed to be like i'm doing this all the way and then i think harry is yeah i mean harry's just like yeah yeah, it's fine like i think later on he'll just be like babe 
you can get a Christmas tree, but I think he like needs to let her kind of have her yeah. be as, be as full in as she can be right now. And then he's just got to like, she, she has to let him let her relax. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. yeah. She was she throwing just, out some, she's just, she's just letting the cream cheese settle in. It's, it's like a yeah. balm. And she, he's he's just the back hair's going to grow back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, totally. I do think that I, I guess I, I think it's nice because it's like most people are familiar with like if you have a Catholic wedding, the priest is just like, are you going to do this? And some people are like, I don't know, like sometimes they just have you sign a sheet to be like, just say it because the church says we have to have you do it or whatever. I think people are pretty familiar with that. And I think people are a lot of people are familiar with like Jewish and Christian people being like, yeah, they do both. And so yeah. I do think it's interesting that she's, I don't know. And it also shows like her love for Harry that she's like, no, she's like, I'm prepared to do this for you. I'm not going to go back and be like, let me have my Christmas tree, please. Like she's, she's all in, you know, which is, yeah. a, which is admirable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was tossing out some serious Hermione Granger vibes there. Answer sitting in, in the front of the class, answering the questions first. Mm. Total, yeah. total Granger vibes. Yeah. There, there was a little Hogwartian there too. Mm -hmm. It was like just kind of that the old the old synagogue. It like felt like an like Dude, a lot of old dark wood. Do you guys the original see? original defense of the dark arts teacher right there? <laughs> tell me, <laughs> tell me that there's not a spinoff of uh, Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That's just Charlotte and the Episcopalian <laughs> princess. Look at that. <laughs> she looks like a fucking Marvel superhero. That is, yeah, she does. She totally does. Yeah. That's so That's funny. That's great, dude. Um, yeah, I, I I really liked her storyline. I like that it was like serious and sweet, and like I, I like how she's she's taking it very seriously, and and just Harry's just the best man. Just coming in, being so supportive. Just I don't know. He 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 is truly living up to the hype, the Harry hype. He's living up yeah. to the hype, and he's even like. It, it, it was really sweet that he was like, um, he's like, we're, we're going to keep, we're going to keep this one. Not just like, okay, let's throw it away. He's like, even looked for a way. I know when you like throw away older parts of your life or move on to a new chapter, you know, there's like ways that you can be like, all right, I can't keep all 50 of these books, but I'm going to keep this one that represents this one part of my life or something like that. And I thought that was cool that he wanted to, be like, all right, if we never do that again, let's just keep this for you, for you. Cause I know this is important to you. I thought that was really, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's really showing that he cares about her and he's like, and I think even him caring about her and her conversion, like just being like, let her do it the way she wants to do it. I think he's really caring about her the whole way. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, let's, let's go to, let's go to Burger Town. Yeah. What, what did you want to say about Ron Livingston, Kevin? Okay. I just, I, we've talked about office space a few times. We have but to do it as a movie club, by the way. We, we have yeah, we to do, do it as a movie club, but I just realized something that I'm so used to. Like, there's lots of movies that I think culturally were super important to me and to a bunch of my friends that I know. Yeah. But that you realize, like, you can go back and look at, like, the box office of some movie that was, like, the most formative movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no one saw that movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just forget that, like, See, the first time I saw Office Space was like a moment. There was like there was yeah. this oh, movie that was oh, a totally. big failure. It was a it was a box office bust. Nobody talked about it. And then the people that knew about Office Space were like, "This there's this comedy that is so fucking good." And it was yeah. before The Office. It was one of the earlier things to like completely roast office culture. And Ron Livingston was was the lead in that, and he was a huge yeah. part of it. And so. And I realize now that if if there was a hundred people and you showed up a picture, they're not going to say Office Space. They're going to say Burger from Sex and the City. So yeah, right. I think there's a thing with my relationship to Burger that it's like, even when it ends poorly, there's a thing that it's like, yeah, that's fucking that's like it's Peter that's, Man. Hey, Peter Man, turn on channel yeah. nine. Hey, breast exams on. Totally. Yes, and he was. And in I that, thought the same thing. And, and he's a similar character in Office Space, but he's just like he's really nice to Jennifer Aniston. He's a mm -hmm. good dude. He's like coming into his own, like and realizing what he wants his life to be about. And he's just a completely sympathetic character from beginning till the end of the movie. 
And right. I feel like that has shaped my vision of burger way more because that is who he is to me. It's I, made I 100% me hundred percent agree. I do too. It's made me when people have talked about how they hate burger, it's made me think like, Oh, I hope that hasn't turned people off to Ron Livingston as a person, as an actor. And I think yeah. it has, I think it has. And Jen Kirkman was saying that like someone went up to him in the park one time and it was just like, would be like, like, or when he was around his kids, was it yeah. her or some, maybe someone else did. Someone told us, I think, no, yeah. Kirkman was saying that she was like, yeah, somebody, somebody went up to him and said something to him about how, like, I hated you on sex in the city. And like, I, I, it, it's funny. You're absolutely right. That like, it's the trajectory of like showing this character, like coming to his own versus like showing them what we've heard not being able to get over certain things. And you know? I, I just, that frustrates me so much. Like can't people realize that if you hate a character enough to go up to them in the park, that means that that actor just did a really, really good job. One hundred percent. If you see the actor that played Joffrey on game of Thrones and you're like, I want to kill that person. If I ever meet him, that's because they did an excellent job portraying that character for you to hate. It's yeah. like, yeah. I, I don't understand how people can't, separate the two of them but but then again yeah i guess i i can unfortunately people people are strange mm -hmm. man people but yeah people be cray i will say the the one major red flag i mean we all know the red flag in this what's the red flag in this one yeah oh it's that he's 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 still deep in with his ex he's deep but in the with specific Laura. but you can be still be deep in with your ex what's like the specific red flag mine that, is like the 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 finger to the answering the double machine. finger the yeah. double finger to the answering machine that's the what i mean finger, deep in with the ex because it's like the ex thing is there and that uh, that's always a part of a relationship but but the finger thing was like uh-oh we got an open wound on our hands people yeah, but but Carrie's so ridiculous because she's like she makes such a big deal about the ex, and granted she was right because he did do the double finger thing. I think that that vindicated her a little bit. Mm -hmm. But imagine how skeezed out she would be if she was in a relationship with Burger and he didn't have an ex. Like that would be way worse for her and her chat and shoes. She would it would she'd be like, what is his deal? How come he doesn't have an ex? But. I don't know. It's, it's like, like I, if he was acting the way he was with no X. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, she's like, he, that there is no X file. That would be like an entire episode that would really freak her out for some reason. Yeah. You'd I, be like, what's in this burger? What's, I don't get the taste that I'm getting. Is I it don't an know impossible burger? burger? Maybe. Yeah. Impo maybe. Maybe it is impossible to get to the meat of the relationship. If you never, if you, if they've never met someone, how can it be beyond meat? Sex and City 2020, <laughs> dude. We need to write it. Let's dude, go. We got to rewrite it. The return of Burger. I think um, I definitely, I mean, I know it's it's difficult whenever you're dating, transitioning into exclusive, and that is a specific conversation. We just say mm -hmm. exclusives. Exclusives. We just say, yeah, we just say exclusives. But um, it is weird to be that ski. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I think I'm actually disagreeing with myself, but it is funny because she was responsible at the end to cut it off. But it is funny to be like, so upset about the fuck you and be like, you were just, you were just having phone sex with your ex two seconds ago. I know there is a weird thing where big comes back in and then you can tell that she's conflicted enough to like wise up yeah, and, and not just be like, she could even be polite and be like, Hey, it's good to hear from you again. Um, I hope you're good. I gotta go. But that's so, like not that even shut so, him down in a bad way. That's so Carrie to get pissed off that his ex picked out the color of the paint on his walls, and then to go freaking have phone sex with Big the next, the very same night. I, I, that's, just yes, so, that's so her. I will just slightly defend her to say if if there isn't that if there isn't that bright line that's already been drawn. Like one once Burger was honest with her, she was like, "Hey, big, we can't do this." And so they did kind of show the evolution yes. into the Scluses, which was mm -hmm. which was good for Carrie. It would be another thing if at the end she had phone sex with him again. Then it'd be like, "Fuck off!" What are you doing? But no, you're right. And she did like they they sh they showed it well later when when he had the when he had the moment with her where he opened up about the ex. And like, that was a more normal thing. The double finger to the answering machine is a red flag. But when he is just kind of like, listen, this was super rough. 
and it broke my heart. Like yeah. it, that was vulnerability right yeah. there, you know? Totally. You broke my heart. Um, yeah, you listen. Broke I broke my heart. I want to talk I want to keep talking about burger, but I think we uh unfortunately, we did too many goofs at the at the front end of this episode, but don't regret a damn a damn second. Don't regret a goof, but it's like we snacked we snacked too much before we had our burger. I know. So we can't finish our dinner <laughs> now. Um boom, let's uh boom. let's let's quickly quickly rate uh rate the episode while we're doing this. Kevin, can you see if anyone suggested any sign-offs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just dropped my phone. All um, right, John. Uh do you know do you wait, do you want to pick our things and then while we're doing our things, Kevin will look that up? I guess Kevin could be looking it up right now. Yeah, let's let's do uh, a rating. Three okay. Kevin, are you ready for the rating? Yeah. Three, two, one, four point two five. Kevin, what'd you do? Three point two five. Holy shit! Uh, all right, oh, we'll wow. let you go last. I, uh, go last. Corey, you did four. You did the highest. Okay, so I um I really like this one. I thought there were definitely some problems with it, but it felt solid. It felt like it was very. I, when I mean problems with it, it's like. Yeah, the Samantha one was a little weak, but even with the weaker Samantha line, like, you know, we're getting some good stuff. You know, we're getting some conflict with her, even like, like a Chip Kill Kenny is a fun storyline, but like, he's never coming back. You know, you're getting a little pushback on Samantha with, uh, with old Jerry there. And so also we didn't even talk about this, but like super fun Jennifer Coolidge storyline. I was just going to bring up Jennifer Coolidge with the purse lady. And you want to, you want to bring that rating up now, Kevin, don't you? Yeah, I mean the Jennifer Cool that that was that I was, was a freaking. I was gonna bring up Jennifer Coolidge in just, my in my uh, defense. That was an incredible. Just like I remember, we were watching it. We were like, "Oh my gosh, Jennifer Coolidge!" So like that was super fun. Um, so much more. I'm sure we'll go into it later. So much good stuff to talk about about Burger about like her being like first time you see someone's apartment. A lot of firsts. So yeah, a lot of good emotional relationship stuff. Solid Miranda and Steve stuff. Uh, it was just solid, solid deal yeah. with everybody around. So 4.25. Yeah. I love this episode. I probably could have gone higher. Uh, I gave it a 4.0. I just loved all the interactions with the ladies and seeing like not only a chat and chew, but at Jennifer Coolidge's apartment. It was just <laughs> so fun. Seeing Smith, seeing him in his tidy whiteies. Holy cow. Homeboy's got a wow. body. He's got um, a real body. I just, I loved, I loved everything with Charlotte. Um, Miranda, seeing Miranda like not act herself. It was like, it's like, remember how excited we were when Samantha was like being vulnerable and getting hurt by Richard? Like seeing Miranda emotional and acting outside of her normal logical self is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Burger, as someone who sleeps, uh, um, shares a bed with a partner who insists on having a sound machine, I can totally relate to Carrie. So um, I just love this episode all all the way over. I would watch it again right now. 4.0. Um, you know, I'm I'm really tired, <laughs> and if if this was not doing the podcast with you guys, I would have I would have canceled. But I and I've just I've I was really I'm really tired, and I think it affected my enjoyment of the watching of the episode. You can okay. change. I mean, we're and, not, there's and you no know rules. I don't think I'm going to change. I'm just going to wait until we watch this one again to change it. Cause, but I, Ooh, I love that. I like it. I liked, I liked it. I just, I don't feel like I was as fully engaged and that is a bummer, but yeah, that's probably where the low rating came from, but you I can't will be say, fully engaged with every episode. It just, it happens. It's fine. Highlights, yeah, it's, it's highlights life. and lowlights would be, the Charlotte storyline um, and the scene with the Christmas tree low light was the fact that there's absolutely no chance unless he's a journalist. Like what would, what would Berger have actually won a Pulitzer for? That's a pretty big award. What kind of writer is he? Yeah. For fiction? I, like I you, didn't, you yeah. didn't win. A, there's, there's no chance based on who that character is that he won the Pulitzer for fiction. What kind of True. writer is he? I don't know. I don't know. He's a writer. Um, what Same a, thing as Kendrick won it for. He probably won it for poetry. Um, yeah. What? So, uh, yeah. What? What kind of sign-offs do we have? Let's let's hear the, let's hear what people suggest, yeah, and we'll just, we'll we'll use one and we'll and we'll do this. All right. While I you're think, looking, if you I haven't think, already, 
please um, uh, give us a rating on iTunes. Give us five Cosmos. We just love that. We just love when that happens. It makes us feel good. Here's what happens when you when you leave us a rating and write us a review. We text it to each other and we talk mm-hmm. about you and we it just like makes our life better. And yep. there's not a lot of things right now that make our lives really great. And leaving us a kind couple words about how we ruined your life because, you know, Kevin's so funny that that makes <laughs> that really means a lot to us. So so go do that if you haven't already. Yes. And thank you for the reviews for Raul, 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 like Paul, T. Drac, CB Danger, and Tani. All of those. We got, we got a few lately. And JD Matt, SD Lover. Thank you. All those people. Thank you for your reviews. So someone said, uh, Carrie Scott said with a post it note, we should sign off with a post it note, which oh, is, which we haven't gotten to yet. It's a little more, it's a little more visual, but what, what does the post note say? It says, uh, I, I just can't, I think. Yeah. It says, I'm, like, I just can't, I lo- don't hate me, something yeah. like that. I, I People think, are probably dying that we don't know what it is yet. We haven't gotten that episode yet. We haven't gotten yet. to it yet, people. Right. Um, that would bring, like, a negative vibe into the po- the end of the pod, right? We couldn't do that. Someone <laughs> said, I'm panicking. I can't think of anything fast enough, but I know I will. I think that's her saying that. I don't think that's how we should sign off. <laughs> Hey everybody! All right, guys, thanks. great episode. I'm panicking. I can't think of anything fast enough. But run, I know I will. run, ride, laugh. Hey everybody! Thanks for listening. I'm panicking. <laughs> that that actually <laughs> has been ours the entire time. I'm panicking. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it. And then That's it's usually it's usually Kevin just going bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think. Listen, maybe we'll get more for the next time because we put that up just an hour ago. But I say we go with John's and John is right, coming John's. at you right All now. Right. In three, this Kevin, has been a use great it. episode. You, you be the inaugural one. Use it. No, it's yours. Three, two, one. Hit it, John. Abso fucking later. <laughs> the Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>